This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. The title of the message today would be Hope of Glory, and we're going to go over to Luke, uh, the second chapter. You know, there's so many different aspects uh, of the biblical account of the birth uh, of Jesus and so many things uh, to see and to hear there. And as I prayed about um, our time together and what the Lord wanted uh I believe me to hear and for you to hear as well and to see uh, would be simply this, uh, the hope of glory. So we're going to go to Luke, the second chapter in the eighth verse. It says, that night in a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flock. So we're going to enter, if you will, the nightly news broadcast in Bethlehem and assume, we have to assume that it was a late night uh, broadcast as the viewership was very small. It says there were some shepherds and some sheep. So it most of the world was asleep. We would know that because the next verse says, Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God, and the shepherds were terrified. Now, Don't you think if everybody was still burning little oil lamps and candles uh, in the village and in town, uh, that the whole world lighting up, the whole sky would have caught some attention. So the viewership was small. And God started out with an angel. Everyone say, an angel. You know, God could overwhelm you with... uh, with his great glory, but he starts out small. God starts small uh, because sometimes he knows that's all that we can handle because even at the one angel, it says they were terrified, but the one angel said, reassured them saying, don't be afraid for I have come to bring you good news. Oh, for news that's good news. How about a late night broadcast that's good news? Before uh, you know, you lay down to go to sleep. Don't fill up on the bad news. Don't fill up on the world's news. Fill up on the good news. It says, I've come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it is for everyone, everywhere. Aren't you glad that God included everyone, everywhere? in his great plan to redeem man and the salvation of man. It's for everyone, everywhere. That would bear thinking about enough to get it out of a theological uh, discussion down into shoe leather that you and I being the letter of God for everyone, everywhere. Well, think about the world that you live in. Think about the people that you have in your circles. This good news is too good to keep just to yourself. It's for everyone, everywhere. 
For today in Bethlehem a rescuer was born for you. He is Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize him by this miraculous sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a feeding trough. Then all at once a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God, singing glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. Now, we see that the viewership was small. It was the late night news. And on the scene, there was an angelic reporter who was on assignment, and he had an announcement. It was a birth announcement. And it, and it boiled down to this. There was a miraculous sign. Then there was also a vast number, a glory crowd gathering, if you will, of angels, even the, the heaven's armies of angels, and an angelic choir singing glory to God. You know, we live to give God glory. It is the greater purpose for our lives, for your life. We live, a disciple of Jesus lives to give God glory, a follower of Jesus. Our one purpose in life, the supreme purpose, the greatest purpose of all, is that our lives would give God glory. And there's another statement here that says there is peace. How could that uh, how could that be? Remember, they were had their own troubles in their own time. They were living in uh, tumultuous and and troublesome uh, times. They were being occupied by a foreign a foreign nation. Uh, when Jesus was born, they were under a governmental a government edict, an order uh, that didn't take into account. There were no exceptions. I mean, Mary was about to give birth. Uh, And they traveled many, many miles uh, uh, arduously. You know, uh, she was riding on a donkey. I don't know if you've ever ridden on a donkey before, but it's not like your air-conditioned leather seat, leather-heated seats in your Lexus today. But it says there is peace. Why? The Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And there's a wonderful, really unexplainable and unaccountable other than to count it up to God that this time of year, that if you get still and you get quiet and you get in the presence of God, there is that wonderful sense of the Prince of Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. And peace is not the the absence of, of trouble or turmoil, but in the midst of trouble and turmoil, there is this wonderful, unexplainable sense of well-being. It's going to be all right. You know why God takes time? And some of us would, uh, at uh, different places uh, in our walk of faith and patience and inheriting, the fullness of our salvation would say, you betcha, God sure does take his sweet time. But God's time isn't always our time, but there is always a appointed time for the vision. The Bible says that at the fullness of time, God sent forth 
brought forth his son in the fullness of time. For God takes his time because it takes the time that it takes to do it right. God takes his time to do it right. If it's worth doing, and it is, and we're doers of the word, aren't we? We're doers of the will of God. We're doers of the way of God. We're here to do the will of God, to do what God wants. He wants a witness in the earth, and that's a follower of Jesus. We're we're the doers of the will and the way of God as a witness of the greatness of God. So God takes his time to do it right. If we've ever taken issue at different times uh, with God uh, over the time factor, it is because... Wonderful, wonderful live TV. If you're seeing a different scene right now, it's because the camera fell off of the tripod. Well, there we go. Well, you can listen even if you can't look. God is always going to take the time that it takes for things to come out right, for things to work out right. So if things aren't right right now, it's okay. There's time, and God will take the time for it to work out right. Because it's not time uh, to call the ball game yet. It's not time. uh, The last word hasn't been spoken. The, The final decision has not been made, you see. Because if it's not right then God's not done yet. It might help a couple of us today to realize that God takes the time, his time that it takes for it to be worked out, for him to make all things right for his people. That's found in Amos, the ninth chapter, the results of the blessing and things happening uh, in the earth. It says God making making all things right again for his people. Because sometimes things don't always turn out the right way in the right time uh, as we would hope that they would or we had planned that they would or we had thought that they would. But God has taken all of those things into account and it will work out right for those who will trust in God. So we see this uh, back to our uh, text again that the announcement was this. There is peace and a good hope given to men. One uh, way of putting it in another place says we have this glorious hope. There's an eternal hope found in the person of Jesus. Another way of saying it is the hope of glory. A glorious hope, that's the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You know, a baby born and is, as a miraculous sign, Emmanuel, God with us. But that baby came to bring a greater hope for a rebirth and a hope of God being in us. Remember, he said this about uh, the Holy Spirit coming. With him, with him leaving, him uh, dying and being buried and risen again, he said, if I don't go, then the Holy Spirit cannot come. 
But when the Holy Spirit comes, he will be with you, but he will also be in you. Is always God's plan, not to just be with you or with me, with us, but for him to be in us. And there's a big difference there. See, religion will allow God to be with you and hope for God to be with you. It will pray that way. God be with us. But relationship and reality means, Lord, you are in me. You're closer than my breath. You are the air that I breathe. You are the thoughts that I think. You are. You are. You're not just the great was or am going to be. You are the I am who is in me now. And Jesus is in me. You know, you know when... When we accept the lordship of Jesus and we, and we come into a relationship with him, the reality now is that Jesus is now in us. And if we don't know it by any other way uh, than, uh, than this, is we know what it was like to be without him. We know what it's like to be with him. And him with us, but more importantly, him in us, because the good shepherd comes out of Psalm 23 and becomes the voice within me. I am now his sheep that know his voice. And that is, he is the still small voice within me. Not the thunder, not the thunderous roar without. Looking listening for the thunder and looking for the lightning, but I have this still, small voice within me. Oh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You know, God's ways must sometimes be seen and found, can only be discovered in the smallest of the small. The Bible says, don't despise the day of small beginnings. It was in the context of they were, they were rebuilding the temple. And the people that were there that day were, some were crying and some were shouting. There were those that were, and you couldn't tell the difference between the two, those that wept and those uh, that were joyous. Uh, because those that were weeping remembered the day, the former days of the temple of God, and those that were uh, those that were shouting were shouting over the new temple that was being built. The and and the Lord said this. He said, "The glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house." He said, "Don't hang around too long remembering how it used to be, because out of what." was never meant to be normal. But you called normal, and it seemed so normal, being religious in uh, the old life and all of these uh, things. God says, I'm going to bring a new normal. And the new normal will be the real normal. It will be the greater glory of the latter house. It will be, I'll not just be with you, but I will be in you. 
And you won't go out and just go about your daily business without me, but we'll go together. And we will live days of heaven on the earth. David said this, when I get up, or sometimes when life pushes you back and pushes you down, you got to get up. I thank God that those, uh, I don't know if you've ever worked at night. Some of you probably have shift work and all. Uh, we, uh, we've done that many times. It just seems like if you stop and you close your eyes for just uh, a minute, it's easy just to go on down into sleep, you know. But I thank God an angel came and with an announcement woke them up. There's a lot of talk about awakening and wokeness today. I thank God for it, ever how you want to describe it, from whichever position or perspective you have. Oh, I'll tell you what now, uh, this ain't normal, folks, and it ain't ever going back to how it used to be. God has interjected himself into the affairs of men. God has put himself square up in the middle. Don't miss. Don't be asleep with the rest of the world and miss what God is doing. Because sometimes, you know, God works in secret. You know, there was just a, the, the circle was small who were in on all that God was doing. But he said, this will be a miraculous sign. You're going to find a, a little baby. He's going to be wrapped in swaddling clothes. And this is the greatest joy and the greatest news. This is Messiah. This is Redeemer. This is Rescuer. This is the one that will change everyone. This is the one thing I'm doing tonight. It's going to change every night from now on forever. You know, with God, there are one things that change everything. And that should be we should focus on the few. The Bible says, so though you're beginning, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Though your beginning was small, your latter days will be very great. Another Bible promise. You know, sometimes God hides himself in himself who is the greatest of all in the smallest of all so the shepherds said we'll read down here it says that the angels were singing glory to god in the highest heavens for there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men when the choir of angels disappeared back to heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go you know uh, I love to go to church. I love to get in the glory uh, of God that we experience when we come together. And there is a greater glory in coming together than just being all by yourself. I thank God that we learn that we can be, that God can be God all by himself with yourself when you're by yourself. But he never intended for you to stay that way. He intended for us to come together. Not forsake the coming together. Why? Because when we're together, something greater takes place. There's a greater glory in that house. Where it says you are the building of God. He's building himself a home in which you have a part. You belong here. You're not a stranger. When we come together, we're more powerful. When we come together, you bring your little, I bring my little. But together, we make up a whole that God says, now that's the way I like it. That's just how I like it. Because corporately, you and I are also a temple of God. Built for God to be the habitation and the manifestation of God and for God in the earth. 
So they said, let's go. You know, we, we, we have a command to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Not just the church world, but the world world. You go into the life that God has set out before you and put together for you and be the Christian. You be the Christian. You be the kind of Christian that bears the presence of God and is a witness of the power of God. Be the kind of Christian that uh, if you're not there, see, it would not be the same. Be the agent of change where you are. Change in your family. Change in your workplace. Change in the school. Change in the community. Somebody, honey, got to hold the role that's right in front of us. Somebody like Abraham got to know that you stay here in this land. Stay right where I planted you. It might not look like much right now, but when I get done with it, it's really going to be something. So they said, let's go. I declare in the name of Jesus in 2021, get ready now, because let's go. Now, low and slow, it'll be a not-so-fast year by decree of the Lord. God has said, not-so-fast. But see, the world's in a hurry, but God takes his time to make it come out right. It's, they said, let's hurry and find this word. I love the way the Passion Bible says it. Let's find this word that is born in Bethlehem. They said, let's find this word we've heard. Let's see for ourselves. Let's find this word. And that word there is rhema. Logos is the written word, but rhema is the spoken word. And it, it translates best, let's see the manifestation. He said, there's a miraculous sign. Let's go see this word. See, first there is a word before there's a work. I don't get tired of saying that because we get things out of order. We expect there to be a work, then we'll believe the word. No, honey, you believe the word, and then you receive the work. God starts with the word, and he finishes with a work. God starts, begins, listen, with a revelation, and then he causes a, manif a miracle manifestation. We want the transformation, but you've got to realize it comes out of a revelation through a manifestation, and then there is the transformation. Oh, honey, you and I got to believe what God said just because he said it. Before you see it. You see it on the inside before you see it on the outside. Oh, take out the canvas and let the, uh, and let the author of life paint a new picture for you. Let him, let him hope a, a new a blueprint for your life, a new normal, a new thing. You know, God sometimes will just take his brush, dip it, in the, dip it in the red blood of Jesus, and on a blank canvas, he'll just put one dot, and he goes, let's start right there. Well, what's that dot? Oh, that's the beginning, the new beginning of you and all the new I have for you. And then we got to walk that out daily. He'll add to it. We'll discover all the details. And pretty soon we start looking like God wanted us to look. 
there's a transformation that takes place before our eyes. Are we helping anybody? See, God, sometimes the greatest of all, hides himself in the smallest of all. So they went and they saw this miracle sign of the hope of glory. The hope of glory. No wonder the angels were saying glory to God. Let me give you just a little bit of a backstory here. See, for ages and ages, God had been working and writing and recording and showing the vision and having people that would write it down, that would write what they see would say what they see and write what they see of what God was saying and God was showing. Until he had the plan that was in hand. And the word, the Bible says, became flesh, manifested as a man, the man Christ Jesus, born as a baby. Now, why would God do it that way? Because, you know, Jesus was a preacher and a teacher. And he was preaching out of the plan that was in his hand. You have the plan in your hand. And if you'll listen, the interpreter of that plan lives on the inside of you. The still small voice, small detail after small detail, little by little. Step by step, day by day, one by one, God will get his will and his way done in and through your life. So as we commemorate and celebrate the birth of Jesus this Christmas, I hope that we can recognize the glory of God may start and seem so small. Such a small start. Oh, we really want the big thing, don't we? The great things, the greater things. But they're made up of many small things. When we're faithful in the little. Here's the secret of success. God searches for faithfulness. When he, di- when he finds faithfulness in the little, he has found a candidate to promote to be a ruler over much. Sometimes we miss the great because we despise the small. We think the the small is no count at all, yet the great is the summation of all of the small. The many littles, the many steps, the many days, the many little one by one in how God gets his work done. See, if you can see God in the small, you will eventually see God in the greatest of all. The greater glory is the rest of the story. I believe this, that there is a new normal. And, it's, and God has delivered from what was not normal. Even though it seemed so normal, but it was not normal at all. Not in God's economy.
This is a little picture of our life. It might be full and just seem like it's all together, but you know, that's not normal. You can't drink out of this. It's not the how it was purposed or what it was made for to function. This is not normal. Life without God. Life with life with you first and God second. Life with our own uh, alternative agendas. See, is not normal. So when God sets things right, He's just turning what's upside down right side up. I believe there's going to be a turning this year, this coming year, 2021. It's already begun. The turn has already begun. You know, how do you know a turn has begun? Because have you ever leaned into, you know, a sharp, uh, uh, come into a sharp turn? There's a pressure. The pressure lets you know that you're in a turn. Or you're going up. Free fall, there ain't much pressure at all. <laughs> but when you're going up or you're making a turn, there's, there's pressure. Amen. But God's turning it. Don't discount this. Not just wrong, wrongs. See, what was meant for evil, God will turn it out for good. But what's upside down will be turned right side up. See, living for God, you're seeing life right side up. There was an old song that was popular back in the day. Well, what day was that? Trust me, back in the day. And it said, what if we're living life upside down? See, God turns it right side up. And then it functions right. As the, the form functions as it is meant to function. Amen. I believe there's going to be a greater clarity a greater clarity of what life is really meant to be for us as Christians, for you as a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah, the greater glory is the rest of the story. It's his story, and it can be your story. You know, all of it, all of the hope of glory starts, it started with, Jesus being born, a miraculous sign. This will be a sign of the greatest joy of all, the greatest news, the greatest good news, a baby, a small start. But though your beginning be small, yet shall your latter end be greatly increased. 2020. Look at what God has done. Well, all I see is, well, I pray the Lord would open your eyes. And I pray that you would see that there is more for you than there is against you. If God be for you and God be in you, and he is. You know, Caleb said, he goes, now listen, God's not with them. He's with us. Let's go. And take the land. Let's possess. Let's go in and grab the promises. We couldn't do it by ourselves anyway. But the difference is he's not with them. He's with us. 
Now, when you say them, you understand this. God's not with the devil. God's not with the enemy. God's not with that which is against you. God is with you. And God is in you. And God is for you. And every promise will be fulfilled. Every good word that the Lord's spoken to you, none of it will fall to the ground. Are you listening to be buried and forgotten? None of it will fall to the ground because God will perform His good and perfect an acceptable will where your life is concerned if you will trust him. Hope you in God. A baby was significant of, uh, uh, of a new life that is hopeful. What will this child become? Well, they announced it to begin with. The greatest of all, and he is. Jesus Christ will still be Lord of all and over all, above all. I don't care what it looks like. You're about to see the King of glory. He told them, he said, the next time you see me, you'll see me coming in glory. I believe before the great and, and terrible day coming of the Lord at the end and the, and the consummation of the age that there is a visitation that we are about to see a manifestation and a transformation come in 2021. I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus, the head of the church, is going to take his rightful place and we are going to see God do some things that the world has never seen before. This generation has never seen the former and the latter reign together, but you're about to see the rainmaker make it rain on up in him. Lord have mercy. If you could see him in the small, look inside of you. Is there a little flicker of hope for something greater than that that you're looking at right now, than you're experiencing right now? Is there this just this little flicker that with just a little breath could burst into a flame? And if you'd feed that faith fire, if you'd, if you'd start to put some substance to the things you hope for. If you'd start to put faith to, action to, go away from looking at the blueprint of the plan of the small beginning and start looking for it. Let's go. Let's see for ourselves this word. This manifestation word, the word that's manifesting around us right now. Oh, we got to end, but that would be a good place for you to grab a hold of. All of it, the hope of glory, the, it started with a birth, a Savior being born. And for you and I, it starts with being born again, this Christ in you. It's what he came to do. Jesus was born so that you could, if you would, be born again and born new. Let's pray this simple prayer. Jesus, make me new. I give my life to you. Thank you for forgiving all of my sin. Thank you for grace in sin's place. Thank you for new life. 
together with you. Amen. Now, if you prayed that simple prayer, congratulations. That's the greatest, receiving the greatest gift of all is the greatest gift that we can give back to God for Jesus' birthday. What we give him, the present we give him is presenting our lives to him. I hope that uh, you did that. If we can help you in any way, please contact us here at the church through Facebook. There are many uh, different ways uh, that you can contact us. You can call the church. Please allow us to help you with this new walk. No greater way uh, to get ready and to line up for the new year than to give your heart to Jesus this year. God bless you until the next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.